The following program is presented to you by the New York State School Boards Association. NISBA's President's Gavel Podcast is supported by the Harris Beach Educational Institution's team of attorneys. Harris Beach successfully represents more than 130 school districts and BOCES clients throughout New York State on matters involving school district operations, labor and employment matters, cybersecurity, and student issues. Learn more at www.harrisbeach.com. In February, the President's Gavel focused on the research that supports the benefits of providing equitable access and opportunities for students and the use of student voice in the decision-making process. Thanks to feedback we've received from our listeners, we're happy to provide this follow-up episode. Listen along as Mark turns theory into practice and provides specific actions that school board members can take to ensure more equitable opportunities for students. Stay with us. Let's call this meeting to order. Hello, everyone, and welcome to NISBA's President's Gavel podcast, a podcast for all school board members. I'm your host, Mark Snyder, Senior Leadership Development Manager at the New York State School Boards Association. Today's podcast is a follow-up to our last episode in which we discussed maximizing student performance through access and opportunity with Dr. Beth Bukowski. Our previous podcast, to which if you haven't already, I encourage you to listen, identified the proven linkage between student performance and their access to and opportunities for participation in the academic program. We also discuss the important role that student voice plays in the development of programs, policies, and curriculum. In today's follow-up, we're going to address the specific actions that the school board can take to ensure students have greater access and opportunities in the academic program and student voices are represented in the decision-making process. Okay, so let's unpack some of this. When it comes to engaging in this work, one of the first and most important things for the board to consider is professional development. The board needs to ensure that they are properly educated in the rationale for fostering a more equitable educational environment for students. They need to understand things such as the historical injustices, the inequities, and the barriers that make it more challenging for some students to find success. It's also important to understand the board's role in developing equity initiatives in the district because it's very easy for this work to lead the board into the weeds of micromanagement. And there are also many strategies for implementation to be learned, strategies that have been researched and proven successful. In many communities and on some school boards, there is pushback related to this work. Being a board in the know makes for more collaborative decision-making, robust discussions, consensus building, and an informed board that can readily address stakeholder questions and concerns, especially the concerns of those who are skeptical or critical of this work. 
Additionally, it's incumbent upon the board to ensure that budgetary funds are provided for district-wide professional development. No initiative can be successful unless we provide our teachers and staff with the training and resources they need to carry out our plans. Work with your superintendent to make professional development a district priority and the board should ensure that the budget can support a robust training program. The board would also be wise to engage in a feedback process that would provide all stakeholders an opportunity to share their thoughts on any equity related initiatives. This means listening to and understanding the unique challenges and barriers faced by individual students or populations of students, families, and communities. The board should work to engage all stakeholders, including staff, students, parents, and community members, as they solicit input for more informed decision-making. Rather than inviting everyone to a board meeting, which Let's face it, it can be intimidating, it can lead to very long meetings. The board should consider utilizing things such as equity audits, climate surveys, and community forums that are specifically related to the topic. It can't be overstated how important it is for the board to listen. After all, we can't be welcoming and inclusive if we're not asking people how they feel and what kind of job we're doing as a district. When working to ensure equitable access and opportunities for our students, it's important for the board to have a collective understanding of what that means for them individually as a governance team and as a school district. So when I work with school board members on this topic, my first strategy is to have them individually define what they believe it means to be an equitable school district. We'll then share and discuss our responses with the goal of creating a collective board decision. And then we include feedback from other stakeholders to collaboratively and collectively define what equity means in our district. By including various perspectives and interpretations of equity discussed and shared in a respectful and safe environment, we're able to provide an inclusive opportunity to dialogue. This strategy works especially well in districts in which there is much doubt and skepticism regarding this work. Rather than basing our educational system and programming on someone else's definition of equity, we're able to develop our own, one that best meets the diverse needs of our students, one which is more likely to be embraced by the school community because all were invited to participate in its development. Another way the board can foster a more equitable school district is to create a committee whose charge would be to investigate the various systems in the district for gaps in equitable access and opportunity. For example, this committee could review district-wide curriculum to ensure that all subgroups are represented and portrayed positively. They could review the district's vision, mission, and goal statements to ensure that the district's direction is in line with this initiative. Or how about looking at the district's data to identify gaps and or examples of disproportionality? Of course, this is a board committee which would operate under the direction of the board. 
Ideally, the makeup of this committee would be representative of the various demographic subgroups present in the district and include teachers, staff, administrators, students, parents, community members, and if desired, even board members. One final opportunity for the board is a comprehensive review of the district's vision, mission, goals, strategic plan, values, beliefs, priorities, you know, all those things that help to create the direction of the district. Everything that happens in the district, from budget and curriculum development, to disciplinary programming, to hiring practices, it's all based on this direction. It's the foundation for everything that takes place in the district. And the best part is, this direction is determined by the governance team, of course, utilizing input from stakeholders. If the board is interested in fostering a more equitable and inclusive school district, your direction should clearly identify as such. Talk with your superintendent about reviewing the statements that give your district its direction and, if necessary, consider revising them. Before we close, here are five takeaways from today's podcast. Takeaway one, engage in board professional development to ensure that everyone has an understanding of what this work is all about and ensure that there are professional development opportunities for staff. Two, obtain feedback from your stakeholders to identify their needs. Listen to understand. Three, collectively define what equity means in your district. Four, consider creating a committee that will focus on this work and provide feedback and suggestions to the board. And five, review and revise if necessary, the district's vision, mission, goals, etc., to ensure that they reflect a commitment to providing equitable opportunities for students. I hope this information has been helpful and has provided some guidance and applicable strategies. As always, thanks for listening. If you're interested in learning more about today's topic, check out today's show notes for additional resources and for an in-depth look at how the board can foster learning environments that are more diverse, equitable, and inclusive, be sure to sign up for one of our new micro-learning courses. For more information and to register, head over to www.nisba.org. And if you enjoyed today's conversation or find yourself tuning in each month, head over to NISBA's Facebook or Twitter and show us your support by giving us a like. Have a topic idea? Email us at gavel at nisba.org. We want to hear from you. And this meeting is now adjourned. I would also like to thank my NISBA colleagues working behind the scenes, making it possible to bring this podcast to you. Thank you, Megan DiGennaro, Al Marlin, and Alyssa Mayello. My name is Mark Snyder, Senior Leadership Development Manager at the New York State School Boards Association. And this has been a production of NISBA's President's Gavel.